Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, New York Rangers edition. This time, I'm joined by Vinny Milani, who is the founder and host of the PowerPlay 904 podcast, which you guys talk primarily Rangers or are you all, all hockey? We normally talk all things hockey. So cool. not, we actually don't talk too much Rangers on our show just because we try not to be uh, too biased. Hmm. We, we, yeah, we have an NHL show that we do and we... Um, Somehow it always comes back to the Flyers a little bit. It's, it's hard not to, but yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you can check out Vinny's podcast on iTunes, Google play, Stitcher, all the normal podcast places, the same places you find us. So if you like what Vinny has to say about the Rangers, give him a listen. Um, yeah. And we'll hop right into this. So just a fair warning. We're recording this episode a little bit earlier than I normally would like to. Um, we play the Rangers on black Friday in the afternoon. Um, and it is Monday, but I plan on being comatose and on some kind of weird sugar high for at least two days this week. So I'm not going to be able to do any of this. So we're doing it a little bit early. But um, yeah, so if some of the numbers are a little bit outdated by Friday, eh, eh, it'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to kick off with kind of the latest thing that happened with the Rangers. You guys swapped Ryan's with Edmonton. Um, you guys got Ryan Strom. They got Ryan Spooner. Um, how do you feel about the trade? Uh, you know, at first I wasn't too happy about it. I, I felt like uh, Ryan Spooner, when he came to the Rangers uh, from the Boston Bruins trade uh, that we did with them last year, I thought that uh, Ryan Spooner kind of had a career resurgence with us. Um, so it was really tough to see him go because I actually really liked him. I think he, I thought he played well uh, with guys like Matt Zuccarello. And like I said, I think he had a career resurgence uh, so far up until this point. Uh, so I was a little hesitant to the trade. I was a little shaky. Then I started looking at the numbers and it really wasn't anything in, in terms of, uh, for cap space. They, they retained the portion of Ryan, of Ryan Spooner's salary, uh, to make it basically an even trade for salary purposes. Uh, but you know, Ryan Strom comes in here with the, the potential of a first round pick is what is what I'm looking at is the silver lining to that trade. This is a player who has that first round potential. The New York Islanders selected him fifth overall in 2011. That's what we're hoping for. We're hoping for that kind of player. So that's that's what we're looking for. Yeah, and I think that one thing is that um, if your team makes a trade with Pete Shirelli, you can almost guarantee that you've won the trade. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we're hoping for. So now you've got a Strom and we've got a Strom. Our- yeah. Ours is way off in the distance, but, you know, <laughs> learning slowly how to skate like a hockey player. So, today <laughs> he'll be playing for us. Um, so, at the end of last season, I think it was the end of last season, the, the Rangers kind of made a big show about the fact that they were going to be entering something resembling a rebuilding phase. Um, they sent that letter out to season ticket holders. I think they put something in the newspaper. It was like a whole thing. So, they weren't shy about the fact that the team was going to be changing and evolving and hopefully that was all going to be for the better um but they seem to be doing kind of the flyers thing where you compete while you rebuild um i just talked to a a sabers guy about wednesday's game and he kind of made the same point that that's what they're trying to do up there 
um, compete while you rebuild. And I guess maybe that's like a new thing that NHL GMs are trying. Um, what is your take on how this roster has filled out since they sent that letter out to people? Uh, you know, I, I like what the Rangers are doing right now. I love the head coach that they brought in, uh, Coach David Quinn, former head coach of uh, Boston University. I really like him a lot. I like his playing, uh, his coaching style a lot. Um, but I, I don't think in today's NHL that that there really is a a real rebuild. I don't think NHL fans allow teams yeah. to go in rebuild mode. I think that they have to say they're rebuilding, but every fan of every team wants wants to win, and all, every team wants to win. Uh, so I think it's it's quote rebuild. But yeah, the Rangers with 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 a goalie like Henrik Lundqvist, I think it's it's very hard for a team like that to really rebuild. So yeah. I think they're going to continue to try and win hockey games, but understand that if they lose these games that, Hey, we're still young. There's still a lot of potential there. And we're kind of hoping for the best here. I think we have the right pieces. I, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm all aboard the, the rebuild for the Rangers right now, or the quote rebuild for the Rangers right now. But until, until Henrik Lundqvist is gone from the Rangers, I don't think that there is a real setback in terms of win wins and losses. So since you brought up your coach, I'm just going to ask you real quick. Um, you guys plucked a coach from, it seems like after the Flyers hired Dave Hextall, there was kind of, <laughs> like, oh, hey, we can hire coaches from college too. We don't just have to hire old NHL coaches. And it seems to be working out for everybody else, which is kind of yeah. annoying. Um, but yeah, how, how are you liking your coach so far? He's good? Uh I love I love Coach Quinn. Uh, I, like I said, I love his his coaching style. I think he's a he's a defensive first guy, and that's something that when we had Elaine Vigneault, it really wasn't like Elaine Vigneault's defensive system was just really bad. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to what Quinn has to offer in terms of of a defensive first type of game and a grind out type of hockey uh, that I like to see. I personally love to see a, a gritty type of team. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And I think that we have a lot of pieces that fit Coach Quinn's system, like Kevin Hayes, Chris Kreider, Jimmy Vesey, all those college guys, all those USA hockey guys. I think they fit his system well. Yeah, it's I it's really all about having the right pieces. It's very frustrating when a coach does not have the right pieces but tries to wedge them into a system it's never going to work. Um, speaking of Lundquist, just to hop around a little bit, um, it's weird that he doesn't want to leave to try to win a cup like I just think it's so weird like I, I get that he is loyalty and he really likes living in Manhattan and he's like you know walking around in suits with like the hair and all that stuff but <laughs> great like, hair yeah wouldn't you want to like wouldn't you want to win a cup yeah you know I, I I've, I've heard that question a lot as um and I always say to that is in the end, with with NHL players, I don't think those guys want to really leave for a cup. I don't think there's players that are chasing the cup. I think there are teams that are the the organization respects a player enough to deal him when the time is right, so he can go after the cup that he deserves. Um, but I don't think I think Henrik Lundqvist wants to see where this is going to go. And like I said before, I don't think the Rangers are going to. I think the Rangers are going to win a lot more games than they probably than Ranger fans probably want them to win. Uh, because of Henrik Lundqvist, because Henrik Lundqvist has the ability to put a team on his back and carry them. And I've said it all season long that the Rangers are going to be a team that is just good enough to not get a good draft pick and just bad enough not to make the playoffs. Oh, I know that life. That sounds yeah. very familiar to me. <laughs> between, between, eighth, between eighth overall and 12th overall is what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. You get a nice, solid, like, 11th pick. Yeah. 
yeah, that's that's what I'm that's what I can see in the Rangers' future because with Henrik Lundqvist, there's no there's no tanking, there's no such thing yeah. as that because he will keep you in games all season long. That's true. He's a uh, quite good. He's like one. I I say all the time that there aren't that many. There really aren't. Well, except for him, really. Like game changing goalies. Like if you think back to like Dominic Hasek or Pat Wall when he was in his prime, like those guys that could legit steal you games, they don't really exist anymore. I don't think. Like you look at Carey Price, who was that guy for like five minutes, and now he's not anymore. It, it, it's very fleeting. Goalies are so weird. But Henrik Lundqvist is the one guy playing right now. I think that you can legitimately say, like those superstar Hall of Fame goaltenders, is is a game changer. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. There really isn't that many game-changing uh, goalies, and especially uh, the Vesna-winning goalie Pecorine has had his struggles before, yeah. and he hasn't really been able to really carry a team uh, to victory often. I mean, really, I think the there are few goaltenders that can do that. Connor Hellebuck, I think, is one of those goaltenders. I think he can carry uh, Winnipeg when they're struggling, but Henrik Lundqvist really can carry the Rangers, and that's what is, that's what's going to happen this season. Yeah, so so far it doesn't seem like he's had to do a lot of carrying, which is probably good. And a lot of that seems to be on the back of what appears to be the beginning of a breakout season for Chris Kreider. Um, what do you think has contributed to his kind of turning a corner this season? Uh, you know, Chris Kreider, I think, has a lot of – a lot on his on his plate this season. I think there's a the leadership role is really going going to him this year in term for the for the rebuild that is that is quote going on right now. I think Coach Quinn uh, coming from Boston University, he knows Chris Kreider well. Um, I think that a lot of pressure is going to be put on Chris Kreider this year uh, to be a leader and to be a role model for the young kids that are on this team. And I think he's gonna I think he's gonna strive in that position. Health issues are obviously a big thing for him coming off of the season last season where he had the big blood clot uh, issues going on. I think he's just in the right mindset this year, being that leader, being that guy, that go-to guy, playing top-line minutes, and being the – like we were talking about before, Coach Quinn's system fits the type of player Chris Kreider is. Mm. So I think that is also a huge thing, a huge reason why Chris Kreider is playing as well as he is to start the season. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about um, how this it doesn't really seem to be a rebuild, particularly because the Rangers are competing so well right now. And uh, we're like a quarter of the way through the season, and you guys are solidly in third place in the Metro. Um, I think the Metropolitan Division, division is a, a little bit of a mess right now. Like, it doesn't seem like anybody's really performing as well as you expected, um, some of the teams anyway. Um, but do you think that this is kind of a representative sample size of the Rangers' true talent level, or do you think they might drop off a bit? I think it's a good representation of their potential. I don't think it is a good. Re I don't think it's a good repre representation of what they are right now uh, as a team going forward. I think. I think a lot of the a lot of the teams in the Metro right now are a lot of good teams are still trying to figure themselves out, like a Washington, or like a Pittsburgh, yeah. even a team like Philadelphia. If for you guys, you guys are still trying to figure out what you guys got going on and everything. And I think we'll. I think as the season progresses, we'll start seeing those teams figure it out, and teams like the Rangers start dropping off. Yeah, I, I would imagine that at some point the Metropolitan's going to get a little bit more competitive. There's just too many – there's too much talent, I think, on the teams for it not to. Um, like the Capitals might still be a little bit drunk from the parade. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's happening in Pittsburgh, but I'm – I mean, like Pittsburgh, I think, does this every year. They start off slow, and you think that this is like, oh, this is the year that Pittsburgh's going to drop off, and then yeah. second half of the season they go on a tear and they're winning cups again. So – 
yeah, who knows? It's hard this early in the season to fit it, to figure it out, but I think it is interesting that teams like the Islanders and the Rangers and the Sabres are up at the top of the standings where I don't think anyone expected them to be. Yeah, I, I, as for as for Buffalo, I, I like Buffalo a lot. I know this is – I'm supposed to be talking about my Rangers, but Buffalo is one of those teams that I really like a lot going forward. I think they're going to be a great team and really could surprise a lot of people and fight for a playoff spot this year. Yeah, that that's would be my, fun. Yeah. Bold team. They got a lot of fun players, so I would not hate watching them make a little bit of a push because it would be fun to watch those games. Definitely. Um. So just to kind of like for funsies um, – you guys, along with the Flyers, which is kind of fun, have been one of those teams that is kind of constantly been kicked around the William Nylander trade rumor mill. Um, would you like to see the Rangers get William Nylander, given that it would probably cost a whole lot to get him? Yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of of reading those articles. Larry Brooks, actually, one of the one of the big Ranger writers, Larry Brooks, just put out an article the other day talking about acquiring William Nylander. And as soon as I read that, I got couple paragraphs in and I just I couldn't finish it just because I don't I don't want the range I don't think I think that would be a very big mistake for the to give up the asking price uh that it will take to to acquire a player like William Nylander as of right now the the players being thrown around uh for William William Nylander uh from the Rangers side would be a guy like Brady Shea and that is someone I am not willing to give up me personally I love him a lot (laughs) he's one of my favorite players right now but he is uh, he's a great piece moving forward. Like we were talking about before with the Chris Kreider and fitting in Coach Quinn's system, Brady Shea is also one of those guys, USA hockey guy, really fits uh, Coach Quinn's system uh, well. And I think it would be a huge mistake to give up a player like Brady Shea. If the Rangers were to acquire William Nylander, I would hope to see – I wouldn't hate to see a pa- uh, package with – a couple uh, picks, high picks, a first-round pick maybe or two, um, and some prospects. I would be okay with that. But as for the roster players, guys like Brady Shea and Chris Kreider are off limits in my book. Yeah, it's it's tough because obviously he's very good. And, and Toronto in particular needs roster defense like now. So whoever, if he's traded, whoever gets him is going to have to part with somebody that they really like on their team. There's just no way around it. So – it's really, it's, it's hard. Like I, I think about it a lot. Like I would really like the Flyers to get Nylander, but there's like a very specific package that I would be okay with. And like Kyle Dubas is a lot smarter than me. So he probably wouldn't be okay with that package. My, my guy's a genius. Yeah. He's yeah. He's next level, but it's, it's kind of fun to kick around. It's not very often that a guy like William Nylander gets on the trade block. So. Yeah, definitely. He's a one of a kind kind of player and any team would be lucky to have him. Yeah. Okay. So one of my favorite questions to ask the person that's sitting on the other side of the computer screen is for you to give me a player who someone who isn't a fan of the Rangers might not know their name, might not think to look for them on the ice during a game, but who you think might be a game changer or make a big difference during Friday's afternoon game. Uh, there, there are two players that I, that I have here for, for that. Uh, one of them is Neil Pionk. Not many people know about him. Uh, he has come up recently because of a spinorama goal that he had or spinorama end to end goal that he had against Montreal a couple nights ago. I actually have a friend who is a big Flyers fan, uh, actually messaged me and how, ask how to pronounce his name. He's another one of the names that it's really odd. It's spelled P I O N K. 
and it's pronounced Pionk, Neil Pionk. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of the guys that I'm really excited for, uh, and I think a lot of people should be looking out for uh, on the ice. He's a stud uh, offensively and defensively. He plays the game the right way. Um, and another guy is Brett Howden. Brett Howden is a forward for the Rangers. He is playing currently playing on the third line, uh, but with Matt Zuccarello being out, he's going to be playing a lot more, yeah. top, a lot more top minutes. Um, and he's playing currently on the second power play unit. He's definitely a guy to look out for. Neil Pionk and Brett Howden both lead the team or are fifth on the team in points and assists. So these guys are going to be the future for the Rangers. Is Pionk getting some time with Kreider? I thought I read. Uh, Pionk is Pionk is our defense is a defenseman. He he's playing he's playing a top he is playing on our top power play unit though. He okay. is. So technically he is because Kreider is on our top power play unit. Right, yeah. Okay. Um any flyers that you look forward to seeing when our teams meet? Uh, I actually always look forward to playing the Flyers just because I can watch Wayne Simmons play. Uh, I'm a huge Wayne Simmons fan. I love that style of hockey. Like I said earlier, uh, that grind and grit type of hockey, get in your face, that smash mouth type of hockey. That's one of my favorite players to watch in the league and not just the, when I watch the Rangers Flyers, but in the league, Wayne Simmons is one of my favorite guys to watch. Um, another one of the, my favorite guys to watch and not just for the Rangers Flyers games, but Shane Gossesbear. Uh, I know he's probably a common name that you hear a lot saying when people say, who do you like watching? Uh, but Shane Gossesbury actually holds a, a place, a place in my heart because he's a Florida guy. I I'm from Florida and in, in Jacksonville and I, I grew, actually grew up in the same area as Shane Gossesbury. Uh, but I mean, that's, that's probably the closest claim to fame I ever have. Uh, but he is a great hockey player. He is one of those guys that no matter what the stats say about him, he plays the game right. He yep. knows what he's doing. He makes smart decisions. And, yeah, Shane Gossesbear is definitely one of my favorite players in the league to watch. Yeah, and he's one of those guys that gets kicked around in the Nylander trade ideas. And I'm like, no, 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 thank you. No. Yeah, no way. No, thank you. Um, yeah, so final question. Give me a shot in the dark game prediction, how you think this thing is going to end up. Uh, I think it's going to be a battle uh, like every Black Friday Rangers Flyers game. I think it's going to be a little bit of a high scoring game, though. I think it's going to end. I think it's going to end five four in 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 terms of the good for the good guys, the New York Rangers. Uh huh. But five four Rangers. I think it's going to be a close game, a Smash Mouth type of game. Could see Wayne Simmons drop the gloves with Chris Kreider, like like it happened. It's happened before. It um, so may, it'll definitely be a grind out game. I think. I think my Rangers take it though five four. You guys may end up seeing Alexander Georgiev though, who's oh. our backup goalie, um, because the Rangers are playing a back to back. I don't know if they. I don't know if they'll play Hank on the prime time Thanksgiving showdown, or if they'll wait, if they'll save him to play Washington the the following night. Hmm. But either way, it's going to be a great game, and I am excited to watch it. Well, you guys are getting either our backup goaltender or our third string goaltender. Because Brock yeah. hurt again, because of course he is. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I don't know what to make. I'm having a hard time with the Flyers right now, predicting what they're gonna do. Um, I feel like if we combined our teams, though, I think we'd have a great team. Oh, good. Like we'd have a Stanley Cup champion team. You throw Henrik Lund- Really though, I, I mean, just throw Henrik Lundqvist on the Flyers. <laughs> then, you guys, then you guys are set. That's all. That's all I really mean. Because no one. I mean, I love my Rangers. We're going through. We're going through a bit of a struggle. Okay, we're going through a bit of a struggle. There's a couple of guys on your roster. I think I would plop into the Flyers roster, especially on defense. We got some, uh, we got some pylons back there. So I always hear Andrew McDonald is uh, not a favorite. He's not good. 
<laughs> yeah. He seems like a very nice man. Um, not his fault they threw a boatload of money at him, but he's just uh, not very good at hockey. So he tries real hard. That's tough. About all you can ask for. But um, yeah, so I guess if I had to make a prediction, I went positive with the Sabres game. So I'm going to try that again. I'm going to say three, two flyers, three, two flyers. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. You guys are probably going to end up with a win because I never predict the Rangers to win any game. But just because I'm on you guys' show, I have to say the Rangers. Uh, that's fair. I'm obligated to. If it makes you feel any better, I've literally never gotten one of these right ever. Oh. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Way off. <laughs> that sounds good to me if for, for, for the Rangers. Yeah, so it'll probably be like 7-1 Rangers or something ridiculous. Oh, that'd be great. I don't think – <laughs> We need to have, we need to have a, a good draft pick though. So I mean, I'm I would be okay with lo- I I guess I'd be okay with losing, but yeah, no, be, no, yeah. really, I can't be I can't be okay with losing to the Flyers. To be yeah. honest with you, that's fair. All right, so that's all that I have for you. And again, this is Vinny from Powerplay Nine Hundred Four, the podcast. I think it's I actually am kind of glad that it worked out this way because I like the idea of giving a little bit of promotion to another podcast guy. Yeah, thank you. We really do appreciate it. We're, I mean, we're still starting off. We're still yeah. in the beginning stages of our show, and we're really looking forward to building in the future. Yeah. Like the Rangers, building in the future. Or- yeah, everybody starts off doing these things for fun, and I don't think people realize exactly how much work goes into them. So good on you for starting one up, and hopefully a few of the people who are watching this check you guys out, PowerPlay904. Vinny, thank you again. Hopefully Thanks the Friday is good. Go Flyers! Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.